0: Hello, I uh, recorded this episode a couple of weeks ago and I actually wasn't going to publish it because on reflection, there were quite a few points that I missed. I was recording it in the car. I didn't have any notes with me, um, but I think there are some really valid points in there. So I'm still going to share it just like everything. I am not polished. I am not perfect. I, you, it is what it is when I present you with anything. Um, so here you go. Hello and welcome to another episode of From the Heart of the Home. I am your host, Claire Cameron, and today I'm talking about, uh, let's say, another view of health. Um, it's another iteration, another peeling back the, the onion layers. Like, is it Donkey in Shrek? I feel like my learnings about health are like peeling back the layers. Just when I think that I've figured out what what I think... Um, how I manage our family's health, I, I discover a new layer to it. And that's what I'm gonna be talking about today. I'm gonna to give you the heads up right now that I don't script things, I don't write notes, this is just coming out um, as it comes out. So if you are one who likes structure and no tangents and just getting to the point straight away, then this probably isn't for you. It's gonna be quite free form. So a, uh, I'm also driving on my way home from Brisbane from my 20-year school reunion. So if the sound quality is not brilliant, I do apologize. But, you know, it's, it's fitting in podcast recordings where I can. So a couple of weeks ago, I shared on Instagram that I no longer see my chiropractor. So we've been seeing a chi. I mean, on and off, I've been seeing a chiro since um, oh, probably I was 18 uh, Mum used to take us to someone who, it was the type of chiro where he had multiple rooms and he would come in, do some adjustments, put you on blocks um, and then leave you and then go and see other people and so you maybe had like five minutes of chiro time and then you're out of there, well not you're out of there, you left. Um, so I stopped doing that and then I started seeing another chiropractor probably 10 Ten years ago and she was amazing. She was very holistic. Um, She would see you for the entire time. You were there for at least half an hour. We chatted. She had great views of things. And then I just, she also helped me a lot when we were trying to get pregnant with our first child. Um, She she got me off the Diet Cokes. (laughs) She she said to me, if so let's, let's put this in a context that you would understand. She gave it to me in cake baking terms. She said, if you're making a cake and you're using the best ingredients, because I know you use the best ingredients and you find the perfect recipe and you do all of these things, and then you just tip a little bit of petrol into that, what would that do to the cake? She's like, that's kind of what Diet Coke is doing. I have not had a single Diet Coke or anything with a diet like Aspartam, that junk in it, since that day. Probably nine and a half years ago. So I saw her for years. She, I loved. I loved going to her. It just got too hard once I had two kids. It was too hard for me to make the time during the day to get out for an hour and to go and see her. So I stopped. She moved. She moved quite a way away, um, and it was just tricky. So I stopped seeing her. And then when we moved to the coast two years ago, we started seeing a chiropractor again. Um, I can't remember exactly why we started seeing a chiropractor, but we started seeing this amazing lady. I will preface this by saying I have nothing against my chiropractor. I love her. She has actually helped me through so many things. Um, She's been a sounding board, especially in the last two years, like going through um, being rejected from places, being rejected by people for having different views she has been amazing um, as a support for that and just as a a, a, really a support for for parenting and having different views of parenting to the general general, in general Um, also that I felt like she was a safe space, that I could go there with my three kids and my boy, my rambunctious boys can be their insane selves and it was okay I'm <laughs> pausing because uh, the signs have changed on the road, and I'm not entirely sure where I was going where I'm going. Um, but I messaged her one day, and I said, "Look, I just—I have to thank you that it, it just feels like such a safe space. You understand? You don't lose it when my boys are like going crazy. I get so much judgment in public with my children um, that I get super anxious going places like that. And there aren't very many places that I can go where I feel really comfortable." Um, And she was one of them. So I was very grateful for that. But it started off at the start of the year. So our middle son broke his wrist. We were going monthly to the chiropractor, me and the three kids. And he broke his wrist. We had to cancel our appointment. And then it just, it got really hard. We were going back to Brisbane once a fortnight for appointments for him. He had to have surgery. So then I was having the checkups and the cast changed. And it was just, it just got too much to try and fit it in. And in the meantime, I started rethinking what why I was going so I was of the understanding that the body um, chiropractic helps the body in alignment and keeping it in flow um, helps keeping things open and that was really good for our bodies I also have this on and off headache it's on the left side of my body it comes from my shoulder up into my neck and I would go to the chiropractor and she would adjust me and the headache would go away amazing then, I'll give you a little insight into Crazy Brain Claire. I had the thought, if you've read any kind of conspiracy theories, so you, you've, like any alternate at all you've seen, you've, you've probably been down the rabbit hole of, um, let's say, alternate thinkers ending up in quarantine camps, and I had this thought, how would I survive a quarantine camp when I am so dependent on so many things, like the chiropractor? So, I thought I would experiment for a little while and not go to the chiropractor. So, that accidental cancelling the appointment turned into not going at all and seeing what, what happened. And actually, we've been fine, if not healthier. Um, and it really got me thinking. And then I read something. If you don't follow Tommy John, Tommy John's second on Instagram, um, he also has a podcast, Getting Naked with TJ. He is amazing. He will trigger the absolute bejesus out of you. Um, he really hits hard with what he says, but I feel like and th- that everything that he does is coming from a place of just enormous love and wanting people to have the have the best, have the best for people. And he does it through like pretty crude, hardcore truths. Um, and he was a chiropractor, and he actually, threw out his license, he no longer does anything remotely like chiropractic. He on at his table, doesn't do adjustments, doesn't do any of this. He doesn't believe in any kind of alternate passive treatment. So what I mean when I say passive treatment is like where you go to somebody to be fixed. So giving that power to, to another person or to another thing to fix you, rather than realizing that inherently you fix everything. The body heals itself. So for me, for example, what that looked like with my neck and my shoulder was that my body, when you experience pain of some description. So this is all, I will say this again, this is all my belief. This is what I believe. This is what is true for me. This doesn't have to be what's true for you. Maybe you'll listen to it and think that's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Cool. Awesome. We are all free thinkers here. I'm just presenting as I always do with everything everything that i share it's what i've found and what makes sense to me and maybe it'll make sense to you maybe it won't but i always say please look into things yourself everybody just never ever take what anybody says even if they are a professional never take what anyone says at face value um especially when it comes to your health um We have been so trained to just trust the experts, and that is—it's not getting us. It's not getting us to a place of health. Our health is not improving by trusting the experts. Okay, so coming back to my shoulder neck thing. So when the body experiences some sort of pain, my belief is that it does that to protect us. So if a muscle tenses up, it is to protect what's under there because our body is not ready to 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 do that movement. Um, So it. Tommy John explains it as downgrading the engine. So if your body is not super strong, you might end up with weak ankles or back pain or something like that. And your body is protecting itself literally by stopping you from doing certain movements because it knows I'm not strong enough to do those. I'm going to like take it down a notch so you can't do them. And when we go, or when I go to the chiropractor and have that released, what I'm doing is turning off that protective mechanism that my body is amazingly has, and potentially opening myself up to further injury if I'm not doing work to strengthen that area. So instead, what I've been focusing on is strengthening my body from literally my toes to my fingers, everything. I am not a massive, I will say this, I do not do a whole lot of exercise. I, will, I am working on increasing it. But what I do do is a whole body, like, I will stand on my toes. I will do 100 calf raises. I will jump in the kitchen. I will do things that incorporate every bit of my body, not isolated exercises, um, with the aim of strengthening everything. And I have not experienced those headaches in that same way since, really. Um, If I do occasionally get it, I will do a lot of shoulder, arm, head, neck exercises to get it going and usually that fixes it. Um, So what I believe now is that driving over the line Does every state have that? The noisy lines keep you in. Um, What I believe now is that when we go to any sort of professional, anybody, with the expectation that they will fix us, whether that is by prescribing a drug or a herb or a supplement or anything else that they prescribe that you take for any amount of time or you go with the intention of them fixing you from chiropractic to physio to kinesiology to energy healing to all of this, those things we are taking, we are giving away our power and also not taking responsibility for ourselves and for our health um, and if The truth is, if we want to be truly healthy, mentally, physically, emotionally, it takes work. Every single day, it takes work. You cannot expect to uh, not be intentional with your health and then just go to an expert to fix you. It doesn't work like that. You have to be paying attention to what you eat much time you spend outside, spending more time outside, getting sun in your eyes, getting your feet on the ground, being connected, um, having healthy relationships, uh, limiting screen time and making sure you're not drinking toxic water. All of these things contribute to health. It's not just popping a supplement. Um, So the The other part of this is this mentality that we seem to have that you just you take something to fix it without sitting with what's actually going on here. What do I need to work on? What do I need to improve to um, up level this? Every single issue that our body has, we label it an issue. It's actually our body like being amazing. We label it as a problem. I'm not a terrible driver. (laughs) There are lines going the other way from an old road. That's what that noise is. Um, so even with, I have reassessed my use of essential oils. I have always, always said that when I change, I am open to changing my mind. I am open to saying I was wrong. I am open to saying I do things differently now. I have changed my use of essential oils and I no longer use them to, when I have symptoms. For example, um, a headache. For example, any sort of sickness. I no longer use oils that are antiviral or antibacterial because I don't believe it is allowing the body to do what it's brilliantly made to do. So I'm no longer of the belief really that germs invade our body and our body fights the germs. My personal understanding and belief is that our body's amazing. I, even if that's not true, how much better does it, does it feel to think that your body is amazing and it's only ever looking after you and wanting what's best for you and only ever trying to be incredibly healthy versus your body is at risk, your body is under invasion, your body can, can be attacked at any time? Like, how, what? The feeling around that is just, just changing that. I think has such a massive impact on health. So I believe that our body goes through upgrades. It goes through upgrades. It goes through detoxing itself, and that's what we're, like sickness in inverted commas is, um, rather than some sort of invasion. So I think that the body actually is inherently has all of these things inside it, such as the things we test for and label. I think they're created by the body to to do those system upgrades. Um, whenever our little girl gets sick, it's been incredible to witness her gets sick, in inverted commas, I call it sick because I don't think that it's a bad thing. <clears throat> she always has some some change after it, whether it's that she suddenly pops out teeth or when she was going through like the um, physical developmental things, crawling, rolling, walking, all of those things. All of those things came after some bout of what we call sickness. Um, And you'll notice it, maybe, maybe you notice, after you come out of a sickness, there's always some sort of change, some sort of renewal, um, whether it's a way of thinking or it's you have a a brainwave of some idea or something like that. I always think that I come out like that uh, when I go through these times. So, for example, we all had the thing, the big C, uh, a couple of months ago now, and I did Nothing that I would have done in the past. I did not use oil. I did not use um, any. In the past, I would have been using Guard and oregano. Those are the two oils that they kill bacteria, or viruses. They that like scientifically proven. There is there are studies to back that they can kill these things. I didn't do that because I don't want to do that because I want the body to express the full healing. Because if we stop it mid healing, it will have to find another way to get rid of whatever it's trying to get rid of. Um, And that may present itself as things that we classify as worse. So even things like cancer, I believe, are the body healing. That's it's the body, um, whether it's like a tumor or something, it's the body encapsulating stuff that it doesn't need in there, then it's trying to get it out. So that's why I think so many times you see people have the tumor removed and they're fine because that's what the body, I think the body would have eventually gotten rid of that. but the thing is, that is a sign, a message from the body saying something needs to change. There is something in your environment, whether it is physical, emotional, situational, whatever, that is causing this inside the body that the body is needing to clear from. And if you don't make changes, it's just going to happen in a different way. Um, Again, I feel like that is so empowering because you have control over your health. You can change things. You can always change things. And when people say, we don't have money, we don't have time, there are so many free, free, free things that you can do to improve your health. Turn off the TV, stop looking at screens, free, totally free, feet on the earth, free, eyes to the sun, free, skin exposed to the sun, free, so many changes that we can make, but you know they take effort, it takes effort. It takes control to not look at a screen all the time, to go to bed early. I mean I know that's not always possible with children, but so many things that we we say it's too expensive, it's too hard, it's too, it's, it doesn't have to be. Um, so I coming, coming back to oils, Um, things like say a headache the other aspect of this is so originally I would have been the one to pop a a, pop a panadol second second I got a headache take a panadol okay then I moved on to um, having uh, putting peppermint on my temples which is amazing it's actually proven it has TGA approval for uh, mild head tension to relieve it however And this is the same with my children. If I am teaching them, teaching myself, that when I have even the slightest discomfort, I immediately make it go away, whether that is through pharmaceutical products, whether that is through oils, whether that is through whatever, without actually asking myself, why do I have this headache? What is it? Did I have a terrible night's sleep last night? Okay, well, look, I can't do anything about that now. Tonight, I can focus more on my sleep. Maybe, yes, I'll have some peppermint, get rid of the headache. Do I have a headache because I have neck tension, because I've been hunched over a computer because that's how I work every day? What am I gonna do to improve that? What am I gonna do to change that so I don't have this headache all the time? Um, Is it because I'm not eating or drinking properly? We're sitting with the discomfort and finding out what the lesson is from the discomfort. Of what it is and the same goes for so I've said many times before that I so I was on antidepressants in uh, 2016 I was put on them for two years so now I went on antidepressants honestly no the people think that I am like super against pharmaceutical or medical system anyway people will think what they want at that time, I was not in a good state mentally. I needed help that second so I could make all the changes in my life. It was never my intention to be on them long-term. I always just thought of them as a, rescue, like a safety net to rescue me at that moment. I needed it. I needed it, and I knew that that's what I was doing. It was never going to be something that I had as a long-term survival technique. I just needed it that minute, and then my focus would be on getting things sorted so that I didn't have to be on them. When i did in the meantime um probably like 18 months into it so i was on them for two years 18 months into it i started using essential oils and i was using them and then as i eased off i was still using the essential oils and i still was until the end of last year and i realized i don't know what my mental health state is without any of these cruxes i'm going to say and that was actually quite worrying i mean i went back to the like the quarantine camp situation like what would happen if my oils were taken away how would I survive and I didn't like that I thought that I wouldn't be able to survive so I stopped I stopped using them every day I stopped taking them under my tongue I wanted to see what it was like and I wanted to see if there were any things that I needed to work on um and it was it my my point here is that no matter what it is like we think i thought that because i wasn't using pharmaceutical products it could have side effects and untested and you know it's every day there is new research coming out showing that we were wrong there was a um a new study that came out this week uh, this last week about uh i don't know what is panadol paracetamol tylenol and it's actually never been sufficiently tested for neurological impacts on in the paediatric po- population and this study was calling for it to be removed from paediatric use. Paracetamol. How many people have given their children paracetamol? I have many, many, many times. Not my third child. She has never had it. But these things change constantly. So I was of the understanding, if I, the thought, the belief, if I didn't take, as long as I wasn't taking paracetamol, pharmaceutical products, it's okay, I'm using essential oils, it's natural, but it's still the same idea that when we are in discomfort, we do not sit with that discomfort, we immediately want to get rid of it in some way. And then what does that manifest as later on? When our children are, are adults, when we're adults, we have we're not feeling great for some reason, whether it's physically or emotionally, and our immediate thought is to get rid of it. It's turning off. It's turning off the, the warning light constantly, um, and that is something that I want to move away from. But but also not with a sense of fear that that this thing could be doing damage, um, or that I'm doing the wrong thing. It's with a sense of empowerment that I I have control over it. I have control over my health. I have ultimate control over that, my health. I do not need. We do not need these. We don't need experts to help us be the best version of ourselves. Um, and that we have been so conditioned to believe that we can't we can't have true health without an expert. At the end of the day, so much respect for all of these people that have gone through all this uh, gone through this study that are um, that are experts in their field, but at the end of the day, it is one person who has been taught one specific field. And who knows where did that information come from? We know that in the medical world, a lot of that information comes from pharmaceutical companies. Who write the textbooks? Who sponsor the medical schools? Where's that information coming from in the other, the other expertise, the areas of expertise as well? We know what is best for us. I want to interrupt myself for a second here because there's a key point that I forgot to mention, and that is that if. This is, this is my, this, this was one of my key points, really. That if you are going to a, prof, a professional, any professional of any type, any kind of expert, and they are uh, performing something on you, giving you something to take at home, whatever it is, and not asking you to change anything else about your life or getting you to do any more work, that that is the biggest red flag. That is the type of person that I would run away from now because no nothing changes if nothing changes we know what is best for us we don't have to be told by somebody else what to eat what to drink what supplements to take what we don't need to be told that i'll always go back to what would my grandma have done what would my great grandma have done in this situation would she have done this was this even available when she was when she was around? What do we really need? What do we really actually need to be healthy and to survive, to, and to thrive? And a lot of it comes down to personal responsibility, which is something that I feel like we pass off so much. We have been so taught to pass off responsibility to something else, even an oil. Now, having said that, I still, I still do use my oils for those, like I said, if I have a headache, I don't want to take a Panadol. If I have a headache, and it's, I mean, normally I don't really do that much and just kind of survive through it, but I always ask, what is this? Sometimes it's lack of salt. That's a new thing that I've learnt. A Bit of salt, good quality salt on your tongue can make a headache disappear. It's just a little bit of a magnesium. When you are stressed, it depletes magnesium. Adding that back in can make a massive difference. Um, using magnesium oil and salt salt dehydration anyway I I digress and I've completely lost my point is my point is that we like I'm never here to diss anybody I'm never here to discredit anyone what I am and I know that a lot of people take it that way and that's fine people are always going to misinterpret what I say that's something that I have copped a lot of in the last two years however what I want is for even one person to take away from this that I don't need that. I don't need to be spending for I used to get really angry that it costs so much for for naturopaths, for acupuncture, for chiropractic, for all of these things and that how it's so unfair that people don't have access to it. And what I've come to realize is that we actually don't need it. We don't need to be spending these hundreds of dollars on these things to have to have true health. Now I do acknowledge the privilege in this, in that in the time, but again, I prioritize, I prioritize learning everything that I can about health and constantly questioning, constantly questioning, constantly asking how can I improve here, how can I be more, how can I be more independent, how can I be less reliant on systems and people and experts and other things for, for everything, because that's a priority of mine, I don't want to be dependent on systems, you can see the medical system at the moment is under incredible pressure. It's impossible. I say, I'm still in quite a few Facebook groups and I see people posting that they are waiting six months, eight months, 12 months for a pediatrician appointment. Um, for things that, we won't go there. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a subject for another day. But to be reliant on those systems is, is so disempowering and so scary for people as well, I think, to feel like that is something that you need and to have it be so far away from you and so inaccessible. That the more that we can do to be self-reliant and self-responsible for our health and to learn as much as we can so we can be like that, it, it helps everybody. It frees up the medical system, it keeps you out of it. My family has not. So we did have a broken wrist this year, um, which I talked about in a previous episode. But apart from that, we have not had a medical visit for two years, I would say. Two years. We have not been screamed at that we're going to clog up the medical system by not taking a certain you-know-what cost money taken the wrong exit here <laughs> um, and yet here we are costing nobody anything we have not spent any money on on the medical we haven't been any drain on the medical system whatsoever whereas I've seen other people who've had you know, one two three four and then been on the antivirals that cost $1,100 And then who who is costing the medical system? Anyway, that was a bit of a digression. So my point here, what is my point here? My point here is that give yourself more credit. Give yourself more credit for what you and your incredible body is capable of. Because we are told, we are basically told so many things to keep us weak and dependent and we are the complete opposite of weak and dependent. When it comes to our health, so it just keep asking questions. Keep asking questions. Don't it is you have it. You, you have this sounds so like a hippie dippy. It's not, it's not hippie stuff. I think maybe where where it's framed as hippie stuff, but you have it inside you, everything that you need. Look to what our ancestors used to do that is one of my favorite things would my great-grandmother have done this what would she have done what what was their life like what what's different now what can i change if something is not working for you change it just because everybody else does it doesn't mean that you have to do it um question the experts because remember the experts experts are just humans they're just humans who learnt one particular topic not saying that to discredit but to give you the power just because you're not an expert doesn't mean that you're not you are an expert in your own health in your own body nobody knows it better than you do and to remember that our bodies are only 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 ever trying to be in absolute perfect health doing everything for us our bodies are only working for us they're never working against us our bodies are never attacking us um our bodies are not weak our bodies are incredibly powerful and we need to give them a lot more credit and i hope that you take away from this that yeah it's in you you don't have to be reliant on anything you don't have to suffer just because you can't afford these appointments or these specialists or these supplements these things you think you have a lot accessible and available to you even if you don't have money to spend on those things there are so many things that you can do. Um, I would love to keep chatting. If you if you have something to say about this, you want to question anything, come chat on Instagram. I am at Claire K Creations. Hopefully for a lot longer. I've been getting censored a lot lately. I've had my accounts suspended multiple times for you know telling people that they can be healthy. Shocking, I know, shocking. Just such a danger to society I am apparently but would love to chat more Um, yeah if you like this episode please share it around and I'll see you again next episode probably again not with an intro I mean I am a mother of three I have my daughter two, two and a half year old with me full time I work in gaps of five minute gaps I record podcast episodes in the car one day I might get a new intro, or I might not. Alright, see you next episode.